Welcome back, folks. Uh, Greg Silberman here for another, I think, a super interesting episode of CIOs and Bowties. I, I really do. Um, my guest on the line today is Stu Kaplan, the uh, Chief Investment Officer and Principal at Apex Financial Advisors. And uh, Stu, just, just give me 30 seconds here. I'm, I'm going to go through your bio in a few seconds and let you have a chime in and say hi. Um, but essentially, what we're talking about today is, um, let's call it tax alpha combined with investment alpha. And um, the reason I kind of position it like that is that, you know, in my career, I've seen a lot of tax-driven uh, opportunities, let's put it that way. And I've seen a lot, a lot of investment-driven opportunities, obviously. Uh, but very rarely do I actually see the two combined together to have a good investment thesis with a great tax outcome. And I think that's exactly what we're, we're going to hear from Stu today about. It's, it's essentially uh, uh, solar energy projects uh, and the tax credits associated with it and, of course, the investment thesis behind it. So, Stu, let me uh, give you a, a quick introduction of, of yourself. Let me introduce you to yourself, as it were. <laughs> um, Stu is a seasoned investment professional with experience in multiple asset classes, including equity, fixed income, hedge funds, and real estate. As I mentioned, he's the principal and, and uh, chief investment officer at Apex Financial Advisors up in uh, Philadelphia. Uh, Stu previously worked at Brickell Capital Management, a multifamily investment office in Miami, where he managed several portfolios of varied instruments. He began his career with his family's retail art supply chain in Silver Springs, Maryland. He received his MBA from Robert H. Smith School of Business at the University of Maryland and his DSBA in Marketing and Entrepreneurship, cum laude, from the University of Arizona. Stu, welcome on board to CIOs and Bowties. Thanks for having me. Happy to be here. Excellent, excellent. Um, okay, let's, let, well, you know, let's not dive in. Let's, let's ease our way in. Tell us a little bit about yourself, your background, and the position of, of Apex Financial Advisors, if you will. Um, well, I can tell you a little bit about myself. Um, I've been with Apex for roughly 10 years. Um, and prior to that, I was with uh, Brickle Capital Management, which is a family office uh, located in Miami, Florida. Um, they, uh, it was really just uh, an opportunity that I couldn't pass up to work um, with some super wealthy families and uh, handle everything that came across my desk from, you know, uh, hedging um, large positions during the financial crisis to um, negotiating deals over real estate to um, you know, anything. It, it was really crazy. But going forward um, with my current position, which is most relevant, um, we can talk mostly about um, my career here, which is kind of leading the investment approach, which um, has three buckets. Um, we're focused on uh, liquid securities, equity, fixed income, and then we have our alternative bucket, which is um, real estate. And the more and more we got into researching real estate strategies that are available in the public markets and or through the advisor channel, um, we decided that it'd be best to pursue direct investing because of the cost savings and efficiencies involved with it. Um, so we thought that handling it direct would give our clients the best bang for the buck. Sorry, are you referring to the tax efficiencies? No, I'm, uh, yeah, well, that, that too. Uh, but, you know, the tax efficiency of real estate products themselves, depreciation, um, mm -hmm. and is, is beneficial, of course. Uh, but, you know, and being able to realize that and keep that for yourself instead of kind of just getting the, the revenue or the income, that, that stream that one would get off, per se, at REIT. Um, 
it, it just had way more advantages as, as uh, an income replacement uh, through uh, the real mm -hmm. estate market mm -hmm. directly. Okay, great. So, so you, sorry to inter interrupt your flow there for a second, but you know, you came upon the, I guess the solar um, project side because principally you were managing a real estate portfolio. So tell us, let, let's break that down. What kind of real estate uh, are you most familiar with? Our, our deals are primarily class A suburban office in Philadelphia. Um, we focus uh, on large tenant target. We, we target, um, you know, uh, credit or credit worthy anchors uh, in our, in our buildings with a low tenant count. Um, we enter generally seven to 8% cap rate, cap rate, if not higher. Uh, and we try to look at it as a bond replacement strategy. We look at owning a building and owning the lease on a, uh, you know, a major corporation that has credit out on the street and being able to get, you know, an 8% cash mm -hmm. on cash for investors as compared to getting, you know, two or 3% in the public markets. Um, so we, we view it, you know, as, as a, you know, a, a pure uh, bond replacement. Mm -hmm. And, okay. you know, segueing into solar, uh, we, we knew that. Well, we, before we yeah. do that, if, yeah. if we may, if I may, uh, just a few questions. One is, do you ever exit uh, your real estate or you pretty much buy and hold to perpetuity? Um, we would like to exit properties. Um, our goal is to, you know, look for the appropriate valuation to exit. We don't really have a stress or time date to exit. Uh, we're not okay. generally yeah. financing long, uh, seven to 10 years. Um, I'm guessing with, uh, you know, the seven to 10 year, um, you know, timing on our, on our oh, debt, yeah. we're probably going to have to do something mm -hmm. at some point. I apologize yes. for the okay. sirens in the background if you're hearing those. <laughs> oh, no, no. That, <laughs> be, just be safe. Um, okay, so that's that. And what obviously behooves me, you're probably sick on hearing this one, but, um, uh, you know, office uh, is, is uh, kind of a little bit of an epicenter for, for COVID. Now, I understand you've got, you know, higher credit worthy tenants, et cetera, et cetera. Just, just briefly, how's the portfolio holding up given, so, given COVID? So, and so far, so good. I mean, everyone has been paying rent. Um, we've had some delays in some, some tenant fit outs um, with uh, some new tenants that we had moving in, a major job that we had going on in one of our properties. Um, but, um, you know, it, 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 otherwise, you know, cash flows have been pretty strong. Um, and uh, right. we're only hearing good things from our tenants uh, in that they're, um, you know, that they're, they're, they're looking forward to getting back to work. I mean, of course, they don't necessarily yeah. know more, but uh, they're doing their best to, to keep us as informed as possible. Good. Well, well done. Congratulations. I'm sure that has a lot to do with the underwriting going in with, you know, some of the tenants that you, your, your anchor tenants. Uh, before we go to the solar aspect, and I really do want to get there, um, the question that I, I really meant to ask a little earlier, your client base is, is typically um, kind of wealthy families, ultra high net worth, high net worth individuals for the most part? Exactly. Um, you know, typically, um, you know, high net worth individuals and families. We have roughly um, 100 or so families that we work with. Um, average pocket size is probably three to five million. Uh, so obviously, it's, it's it. a handful that, that skew higher, but... Um, uh, you know, we love what we do and we, we tend to, uh, we tend to really have relationships that stay with us for decades. Good. So the point being t text is really a focal point for a lot of your clients. Mm-hmm. Yep. Okay. All right. I promised we'd get there. So now tell me how you got involved in the, the, the energy, solar, renewable side of things. 
So um, we really kind of um, dove into the, the to the alternative side because of the location of one of our um, one of our holdings, and that is in New Jersey. Now, New Jersey is a very accommodative state for for alternative energy, uh, and they have some great programs that can uh, you know help. Uh, development happen as well as um, you know provide tax credits uh, for the future um, so uh, the property that we own on top of it you know us owning it we have a triple net lease with the tenant which provides um, you know we're obligated to provide them with electricity to the building um, which provides a little extra caveat to um, to this sort of deal for us because um, we control the power the power purchase agreement or PPA we can write it somewhat unilaterally between ourselves our management company for the building and and the company that will set up ultimately to, to own the, uh, the the solar array um, and instead of having to negotiate that with the tenant and uh, it, it can it's just another sticking point and more legal costs. <laughs> so, okay. um, you know, it, 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 we can kind of unilaterally go and do it rather than having to negotiate with the tenant and say, hey, would you like a, a solar carports on your in your parking lot? Or right. would right. you like to buy energy from us instead of from, you know, the, the utility? Um, you know, you, you think it's kind of a no-brainer, but there's no, always, always uh, you know, uh, red tape to deal with with tenants and or, um, you know, legal issues to work out. So uh, in this case, it, it, it's okay. just another uh, easy, easy greased wheel in the, in, the, in the pie that we're trying to get to put together. Got it. So you kind of, I, I don't want to say fell into it, but it just, all the, you looked at some options and this looked like the most attractive one was undertaking a solar project um, yeah. on a, I think you said it was on a parking lot, right? Correct. Yeah. Um, yeah. We have a, um, we have a uh, another property in um, in, uh, in New Jersey um, that was on our, our radar as well to potentially do it because the tenant wanted to do it. Um, we're not engaging it because they're doing it directly, but we we, we knew of uh, these options and and our, our founder and CEO had been involved with the solar company prior to um, prior to uh, you know with you know a prior business that he was involved with as well as you know our, our practice here. Um, so he, he was pretty aware with how solar works and the, the, the tax credits in New Jersey and elsewhere and uh, kind of spearheaded uh, the, the, um, the structure of this deal and saw the opportunity set. Yeah, yeah, okay. So uh, again, I love it because this is not something that was popular that you entered into. It was kind of reverse engineered. Um, all right, for the, for the audience, I hope we've kind of, um, you know, whet your appetite around this. Uh, we're going to take a short break. When we come back, we're going to get into much more detail around the kind of, uh, you know, intricate details around triple net leases uh, and, and putting together a solar project. So be with us and we'll be right back.